Hey folks, my name is Jason Spies and I travel across these great states talking to small business owners, CEOs, policymakers, musicians and mentors about making money, giving back and balancing life. I find out how they prioritize professional and personal time while still making money. Yes indeed, our guests are real heavyweights in understanding business and life. So get ready to relax, learn a little bit, and get a cup of coffee ready because my name is Jason Spies and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio. Sitting on a million, sitting on it every day. Can't make no money giving your stuff away. Why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Put your stuff on the market. You can make a million too. Welcome to Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation. Coffee and Capitalism Radio brings you exclusive interviews and distinct content from leaders who drive our economy. From CEOs to small business owners to mentors, Coffee and Capitalism is a leader in innovation, ideas, and inspiration. Coffee and Capitalism is about making money and giving back, learning the fine art of balancing work and family life while prioritizing your time, learning the ethical roots of capitalism right here on Coffee and Capitalism Radio. All right, let's take a look at the rundown, the show lineup, if you will, that we have today. Okay, Stephen Tidwell, Tidwell Industries, talks about his groundbreaking environmentally clean product using the oil and gas industry for cleanup. This is a fantastic interview, folks. You're going to want to stick around for this. He uses a living organism that actually eats petroleum. All right, Chris Stone, a little bit later on in the program with HCI Alternatives. Incredible work being done in the state of Illinois exploring legislatively the concept of medical cannabis and the opioid addiction. They're making some unbelievable progress in Illinois. Chris Stone with HCI Alternatives is part of that, and he's going to be on just a little bit later in the program to talk about that. And our social media segment, a little later on in the program, you're going to want to stick around. This is turning into a kerfuffle, a Hatfield and McCoy, and a bizarre Twilight Zone incident happening by Lake Sakakawea out in North Dakota. Josh Swanson is part of our social media network. He's with Vogel Law Firm, and he represents some people that are in a constant on and off again battle with the state of North Dakota about who owns the minerals underneath and near Lake Sakakawea. We saw all kinds of different angles going around the social media circuit, so we thought we'd bring Josh Swanson in to talk about it. Settle the score, if you will. Myth busters right here on Coffee and Capitalism, because that's what we do as part of our social media network. And like I said, Josh Swanson's part of our network. If you would like to be a part of our social media network, go to thecrudelife.com. All of our social media links are available right there. All right. All that plus much more on today. Oh, one more guest I forgot to mention, Austin Aries. He just won the world championship. He left WWE not even a year ago, joins a new organization, Impact, wins the world title. He's going to be on a little bit later talking about the diet that he got and how he's making some money on the side from his diet. And look what happened. His diet brought him to a world title in Impact Wrestling. Okay, all that plus much more on today's episode of Coffee and Capitalism Radio. Man, we have a diverse table set for you. Pour yourself a cup of coffee. We're going to be right back with the conversation here as we get the conversation flowing, percolating, if you will. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. 
Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Well, don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Greg Tavine of Emerging Prairies has to say about Hatch coaching. I got to watch him give a talk at TEDx Brookings, and I saw him come into his own where he shared uncomfortable things from his past in a way that created a teaching environment. And Eric's somebody that could easily lead with all he's accomplished, and it's a long list. To find out more information about Hatch coaching or to have Eric Hatch come to your company or event, visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. I saw a big fat hand out across the road, pecking gravel in the noonday sun. Welcome back to Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, Austin Aries, plant-based wrestler, author, and public speaker. Uh, well, you know, I mean, obviously, I, I've been doing this for, I've been doing this again for, you know, it's been a journey for 17 years. I was only with WWE for 18 months. And, um, you know, I never really got to uh, use my platform there to really promote this message. Uh, you know, again, when I talk about a corporate food system, the WWE is the corporate wrestling system. And with that comes our corporate sponsors like Wendy's and Pizza Hut. And I'm sure someone like me going out there and speaking against those very foods wasn't something that they were too keen on. Uh, so they didn't really get behind my book, and, and uh, you know, that could be a reason for that. Uh, but now that I've left there, it's, it's you know, giving me the chance and the platform to go out and really promote this and, uh, and do so uh, without any restrictions. Um, you know, but, you know, as far as your, to what you're saying, you know, I, yeah, for the last 15-plus years, I've gone around uh, all over this country, really all over the world, and, you know, meeting fans, I'm doing meet and greets, I'm doing autograph signings, and I'm taking pictures, and I'm shaking hands, and I'm seeing more and more, especially this demographic, is, you know, a lot of unhealthy people. And, and not just unhealthy people, but a lot of unhealthy kids, a lot of 8, 10, 12-year-old kids who are already on their way to type 2 diabetes, uh, you, know, you know, maybe heart, later on heart disease, you know, and all these afflictions that are, that are affecting everybody. And I don't think it's because parents are malicious. I think it's because they're misinformed and, and they're ill-informed. Because let's be quite frank, uh, in this system, in this country, there's no money in healthy people, uh, and there's no money in curing people. The money is in treating sick people. So you have a corporate food system that likes to keep people sick, to send them to our health care system that's not educated in food because it doesn't fit their business model. They'd rather give you a pill to treat you than to tell you that you can cure some of these diseases and ailments on your own by simply your food choices. Are the indies allowing this? Is it turning in to be, I'm, I assume you're still doing some professional wrestling in addition to the uh, books. Is that true? Uh, you know, I, I had a 90-day period uh, where, where basically it's called a no-compete clause where they pay you to not wrestle for anybody else. And, uh, you know, during that time, I started to do some of these other, uh, you know, events and stuff more in the plant-based community. So here's the interesting thing about professional wrestling. We're all, we're all classified as independent contractors. But when you sign with a company like WWE, you, ba- you basically sign over your life. Um, you know, they own you, for lack of a better term. So now that I'm actually truly an independent contractor again, and I make my own schedule and I pick and choose where and when I wrestle, um, you know, my schedule is actually very full. I've, I've got about 12 dates starting tonight, running through the rest of this year, and uh, and I have more, uh, you know, I have, I have more uh, things in my inbox and opportunities in my inbox than I could possibly handle. So you know, it is important for me to continue to use this platform platform of professional wrestling uh, to to help and and you know spread the message of the plant based lifestyle. And, um, you know, it, it is a great thing that, you know, there's an opportunity for people to do that because the one thing you have to remember about corporations is that, you know, by definition and by law, they don't have to have a conscience. They're only, they're only, they're only beholden to their shareholders and to show profit. To listen to the full-length interview with Austin Aries or to listen to other 
coffee and capitalism features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Coffee and Capitalism Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thecrudelife. That's facebook.com slash thecrudelife. All of our social media links are available at thecrudelife.com. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Oh, it's good to mind your own business, but you better pay attention to me. You might turn a blind eye on the world, but there's always an eye on you. Music on today's program is written and performed by singer-songwriter Brooks West. To find out more about Brooks West and his music, visit thecrudelife.com, click on the Musicians tab. Once again, that's thecrudelife.com, and click on the Musicians tab. So keep your head on a swivel, look both ways when you cross the street, cause this world is full of sharks and wolves, and all they ever do is eat. Oh, it's good to mind your own business, but you better pay attention to Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. Welcome back to Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation. Up next, Stephen Tidwell with Tidwell Industries. Let's talk about your company a little bit. You know, I like to start off interviews by giving people a little bit of a plug for their business, you know. Talk about who your customer is. Talk about who you're trying to uh, connect with, that sort of thing. And then what it is that you do for a service and, and uh, in order to uh, f- feed yourself and your family. Go ahead and uh, give yourself a little plug, Stephen. Yeah, so um, 15 years ago, me and my father, who were just two farm boys trying to work hard to make a living, uh, we come across a guy that uh, developed a product uh, to stick a insulation to a wood-burning furnace and to hold in the heat so that the heat wouldn't distribute out into the warehouse. Um, the guy had found out that later on it worked on hydrocarbons. So my father, being uh, 20 years with uh, Slumber Jake, had just retired, and so he knew quite a bit about it, so we picked it up. And uh, I was right there with him. We we pushed it hard, and you know, 15 years later, here we are. Here recently, I started my own uh, distributorship for uh, everything south of I-10 down south, uh, with the ability to sell, of course, all over the state. But uh, yeah, we we built it off of just hard work and uh, reputation. We had first initially started this company off as to be successful on a local level 
My father was very successful on that. And as being the son, I had, you know, bigger aspirations, more time to work with. So uh, we looked at doing, you know, bigger and, and better things with the product. So here we are 15 years later. We've worked for some of the top people in the industry, midstream, upstream, and downstream. Um, and we have a, a great record with those companies. And I have no doubt that anybody that we do business with would give a personal reference uh, to that quality of work that we do and providing the best products. So that's that's uh, the company how I got started and now Tidwell Industries. Your father, 20 years experience, Schlumberger, spun off, created his own company. You would be second or third generation? I say third because I guess, did your grandfather work in the industry too, or was your father the first one in the oil and gas industry making you a, a second generation oilman? Definitely a second uh, generation, but uh, grandfather was a farmer, uh, somewhat of a business owner at, at the start, and later became a farmer, provided for the whole family, great man. Well, we're going to tie that in a little bit later then because when we talk about remediation and a few of the other things, I imagine the uh, respect for the land and the roots of farming will definitely be shown uh, in your core if your grandfather was a farmer and your father was an oil man. It sounds to me like uh, you got a, a good respect for industry and um, uh, land in terms of just, you know, with your general upbringing. So, uh Let's, let's get into the interview here a little bit, if you wouldn't mind. Uh, the reason uh, we wanted to bring Mr. Stephen Tidwell on uh, was several reasons, but one of the main reasons is, of course, many oil companies out there are always looking at saving money, especially when the oil prices uh, drop down, that sort of thing. And one of the uh, pencil-to-paper examples that many of us heard how oil companies were saving money was frac sand, whether it be in Illinois or Wisconsin or Arizona, whether they found a, uh, whatever it was, the frac sand people had to figure out a way to make it a little bit cheaper. And that's well documented. If you go to any um, industry publication, you can see that's a very popular example. So I wanted to bring everybody another example of how industry and energy companies are finding significant savings, how, how they're finding ways to become smart, clever capitalists. And we got one with us today. And, you know, it sounds to me like his dad understood the industry and now he's rolling this in. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how you're saving some money for these oil and gas companies, because that's what they want to know first and foremost. So let's start with that out of the gate and then we'll backdoor into how you do it next. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. So the biggest problem uh, with, Oil remediation or any kind of hydrocarbon remediation in the industry, as most people would know, if you've been in the industry, the number one concern is, is the cost. Uh, not only the cost to actually remove it, uh, but there's also a big problem with overpricing um, with certain materials and things like that on the job. So most people know um, the costs that go into actually doing a remediation. Um, so those the, the main problems in that are probably going to be mostly with labor and equipment use. So the, the traditional method of actually remediating a job site would be to dig and haul. That's it's called the dig and haul method. So that would be the process. Which I'll try to paint a picture. So you you have a remediation company that will come to a contaminated site. They'll bring generally fifteen to twenty guys, maybe a little bit less. Um, and they're going to bring in a bunch of heavy equipment. 
there in itself, it lies a bunch of problems with moving heavy equipment around gas lines and things like that. But uh, as you can see, that would cost quite a bit of money. So you're using all these men for these long labor hours, this heavy equipment, uh, all the materials that they're going to be overcharging you for and making money off of, um, plus the packaging of this contaminated material. And next thing would be the transportation of that material, which... The moment that you remove a contaminant from a site, you now have a paper trail that you have to keep up with that contaminated material for state regulations. Um, so in, right there, you, there's extra work that's involved. It's a big situation, uh, not to mention uh, the moment that the hazardous material is transported to a hazardous dump site. So there you have a really large cost uh, per barrel, uh, per type of material. Uh, each place is kind of different. But they eat up a lot of cost there. Um, so that's been one of the major uh, problems in the industry as far as cost and remediation is concerned. And it's a really big problem. And I, I think we, you know, we spearhead that with, with the product that we have. Just in the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been interviewing uh, North Dakota Public Service Commissioner Randy Chrisman, as well as the governor and uh, Doug Burgum, Lynn Helms. Uh, he's the uh, kind of the top regulator uh, North Dakota Industrial Commission because we're doing quite a bit on the Bakken. They've got they got some things going on up there. And one of the interesting stories that came out of there uh, was the use of drones and how a couple of years ago they were using crop dusters and all the man hours that went into it and the human element behind it and how now they're starting to use more UAS and they're getting more precision. And where I'm going with this, when you were describing how you're saving these guys money, these energy companies. That's what I was picturing. I was picturing the integration and the advent of a new technology, whether it be proprietary, whether it be um, environmental, whatever it is, it's the advent of a new technology. And this is the type of thing that the oil and gas CEOs have been telling me for the last five years. Technology is completely changing this industry. And that's what I'm hearing when I hear you talk is you're integrating a new technology that's coming in that's actually showing that there are results being made. So am I hearing you right that you're bringing this new technology in? And for all I know, it might be an old technology, but new to the industry. And But you're actually seeing that companies are saving money? Yes, that's right. Um, it is a new product, although we've been in business 15 years. Uh, like I said, we've we originally started off to be on a local level, so we stayed under the radar. Uh, we learned how to grow a business. We learned how to become businessmen. Uh, so, you know, we kind of took some time off the clock uh, for two farmers to learn how to run the business, learn how to use a product of this magnitude. Uh, but, yes, we are we are spearheading the industry right now, um, and that's not just uh, talk. That's not just uh, reputation. That's actual experience. We've been working for some of the top companies and they still use us 15 years later because of the fact that we saved them uh, money on their costs. There's a whole lot of other benefits that come along with it, such as, uh, you know, taking away the appearance of a spill so that there's nothing there to see. It doesn't cause a whole lot of attraction. So, you know, we're kind of a comfortability uh, measure to the customer. But, yeah, definitely uh, leading, the, leading the market. And in my opinion, by far, in, in the last 15 years that I've, been here and seeing other products, 
To listen to the full-length interview with Stephen Tidwell from Tidwell Industries or to listen to other Coffee and Capitalism features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Coffee and Capitalism Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter. All of those social media links are available at thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Building the Bakken Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Close, there's humans singing all night. Driving home in the point of your home at night. Watch it shine so bright. The music on today's program is written and performed by singer-songwriter Brooks West. To find out more about Brooks West and his music, visit thecrudelife.com, click on the Musicians tab. Once again, that's thecrudelife.com, and click on the Musicians tab. Watch it shine so bright in These days, someone is telling me about the success of Hatch Coaching. Listen to what professional speaker Mark J. Lindquist has to say. To see Eric Hatch grow his business and then start to share it with other people, I think is one of those great steps in life. You know, what do you do in society? You succeed at a thing and then you teach other people how you did it. And now to see Eric duplicating his genius across the country, I'm telling you. There's a world changer down the street, and his name is Eric Hatch. For more information, call 701-212-1572 or visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com. Mark your calendars for June 15th. That's the Bakken Barbecue. Mark your calendars today, June 15th, the Bakken Barbecue, coming to Dickinson, North Dakota. Welcome back to Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool and joining the conversation. Up next, Chris Stone, CEO of HCI Alternatives. Chris Stone, HCI Alternatives, on the line with us. Uh, he, they're uh, in Springfield, Illinois, a dispensary, as well as uh, a advocate for uh, cannabis research with opioid uh, epidemic happening, and so much so that my understanding is, and this is kind of the uh, spark of this conversation, is now I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I believe you guys are working with the state, or uh, a congressman is going to be introducing something to uh, kind of combine the two, and you guys are involved somewhere along those lines. So I kind of I want you to kind of describe what's happening with your relationship with the state in concerning with the opioid epidemic and hopefully what's coming down the pipe. Um, so, so State Senator Don Harmon here in Illinois introduced uh, House Bill 1273 um, or made an amendment to House Bill 1273 that would allow for um, a doctor or physician to be able to certify a patient for cannabis as opposed to providing them with a prescription for an opioid-based narcotic. The reason being is so that there was a lot less chance of them having to 
continually prescribe an opioid-based narcotic in order to be able to deal with somebody's pain and therefore that person getting addicted and then the doctor having to, you know, um, not be able to prescribe the opioid-based product anymore and then that patient is sitting out there without anything to deal with their pain and then they decide to go into, you know, trying to get drugs some other way and and heroin and, and whatnot. I think it's it's kind of a solution, not the solution, but a solution to helping some of the opioid um, epidemic issues that we have in the state. So he introduced that legislation um, at the uh, end, at the end of November. Um, he did it because he's been doing his own research. Um, the nice thing about uh, Senator Harmon is, is that yes, he did consult with the industry right before he um, before he introduced it. But at the same time, I think he's been working on this for over a year to kind of understand the effects and the detrimental effects and maybe, you know, understand cannabis and understand that maybe cannabis could be a solution to to the program and to the problem um, that we have in Illinois and, and, and a, a similar problem that's facing, you know, probably every state in some shape or form with the opioid um, epidemic. Um, so he, he's done a lot of research over the course of the last year in, in trying to help write this in order to be able to move this forward as a solution. Um, you know, we get involved in this because we have patients that, um, you know, tell us stories about the fact, and we actually have a patient care uh, consultant who is, um, who at one point, uh, not only is she a, an employee of ours, but she's also a cardholder, and she was on 23 different opioid-based medications to be able to help her with her pain and her disease. And what cannabis was able to do was take her off every one of them except for one, and she uses cannabis regularly, and then she uses her, her uh, opioid-based product when she when the, the cannabis, I'm going to call it an acute pain, but when the cannabis can't take care of the acute pain, that's when she uses her, her opioid-based uh, narcotic. Um, that's the way that this pro- program should run. That's the way that we're looking for this program to run. That's the intent of the legislation is to try to be able to help those people so that doctors have an alternate um, to prescribing, you know, something that is going to be a lot, uh, you know, a lot more addictive and a lot more corrosive to your body. You know, one of the things that we, you know, we didn't talk about before, which I probably should mention is, you know, the problem with, with, um, with drugs, with pharmaceuticals, is the fact that they, they do a lot of research on them, and that's great, but they generally only hit one receptor in the body and take care of one problem. And you'll hear the story over and over and over again. The reason why people get to be on so many opioid, different types of opioid-based medications is because each one of those opioids takes care of one issue. But when it takes care of one issue, it develops a whole new other issue by which they need another opioid to deal with that opioid issue. I love the, the, the commercials that are on that say if you have opioid-induced constipation, that there's, a, there's an opioid-based drug to deal with your opioid-based constipation. That is a perfect example of what I'm talking about in terms of why why doctors need to start rethinking and think differently about the way that they're prescribing these narcotics. Because you can get into a situation like Michelle, who is one of our uh, the employee that I'm talking about, where you're taking 23 different pills that are all potentially you know that are all opioid based to take care of a problem that then was caused by another problem that was that then was caused by another problem. And instead of having to take all 23 of those, being able to simply just take two and have a better quality of life is, is, is really one of the, the best advantages that, that cannabis has 
um, opposed to, uh, you know, opioid, you know, based narcotics as well as just narcotics in general for pain. Chris Stone, HCI Alternative, talking about the opioid advancements happening in uh, Illinois. And I had to ask you, I have to ask you that I believe this is the first one in the country uh, as far as uh, a state making this type of uh, uh, a symbolic move or actual uh, uh, medical move. Am I, am I right or wrong on that? I, I believe so. I think you're right about that. So what's what's the response been from the public? You know, I mean, you you, you mentioned that ninety two percent of the state is kind of uh, okay with a, a, a medicinal marijuana cannabis program, and it's up to I think you said the sixties or fifties as far as the uh, recreational side. How about this specifically? You know, you got the president of the United States coming out basically saying a war on opioids. Uh, in our state, our governor. Um, well, I'll, I'll get to my state in a second, but how, how's your state reacting? Because nationwide, obviously, there's a push for this. I've seen, I legitimately have seen one negative article about it and a whole bunch of, of, of good articles that don't necessarily advocate for cannabis use, but what they do say is we need to be looking at alternatives, and this could be an alternative. Let's try it. Um, you know, and I think that that's where probably a lot of states are going to be when it comes to the, the, the potential substitution of, um, you know, of, you know, cannabis for, you know, an opioid. Um, so you know, I, I think um, I think that we we are starting to see the public. You know, it's kind of like that evolution of you know just your mindset of cannabis. The public, I think, is really on board with the idea of we've really got to figure out um, solutions for this, and let's try it and see what happens because this looks like it could be a very good solution. Um, I'm, I'm to be honest with you, I'm kind of amazed that this is the first. You know that, that Senator Harmon's legislation is the first one in the country, uh, because I would have thought that you know there would have been other states that obviously are a little bit more progressive than Illinois that would be looking at this, especially after that JAMA study came out um, to say, hey, listen, can we you know can we offer this as a potential substitute? Now, keep in mind that I think that in Colorado and Washington they've already done you know research on it and show have been able to show through their research that um, that it does you know reduce the amount of opioid um, addicts and opioid uh, related deaths. To listen to the full-length interview with Chris Stone, CEO of HCI Alternatives, or to listen to other Coffee and Capitalism features, visit thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. Coffee and Capitalism Radio is part of the Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thecrudelife. Facebook.com slash thecrudelife. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. I keep a tiny little picture on my cell phone Of a wide open prairie out by my grandma's house And some days I can almost feel the wind blow And taste that cool dry dusty autumn air in my mouth Well the nighttime lights are the light on the horizon Music on today's program is written and performed by singer-songwriter Brooks West. To find out more about Brooks West and his music, visit thecrudelife.com, click on the Musicians tab. Once again, that's thecrudelife.com, and click on the Musicians tab. Every time I roll Back around 
If you have any coffee and capitalism questions for myself or any of our experts, feel free to email me at jason at thecrudelife.com. That's jason at thecrudelife.com. And feel free to like our Facebook page as well. That's facebook.com slash thecrudelife. Facebook.com slash thecrudelife. Like us on Facebook today. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. There are days when I feel lost and separated. Every step I take falls on foreign ground, and I feel like going back to North Dakota. Take a job, find a wife, and finally settle down. But right now I'm addicted to emotion. Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable hatch coaching is. Well, don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Greg Tavine of Emerging Prairies has to say about hatch coaching. Yeah, I mean, this guy gets people laughing. He gets people thinking. He, he's somebody that challenges and inspires. And, and what I think is so beautiful about Eric is he's real. I think the number one thing that I look for in speakers when we bring them into our platforms is that they're that person 365 days a year. Eric is not just a speaker on a stage. That's, that's who he is at the grocery store. That's who he is when he's at the mall. Uh, but, but Eric is somebody that lives his values each and every day. And I, I think we can all respect that. To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com. Or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet, the Davis Refinery a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. MeridianEnergyGroupInc.com June 15th, save the date. That's June 15th, the Bakken Barbecue in Dickinson, North Dakota. That's June 15th. Be sure to save the date today, and we'll see you June 15th at the Bakken Barbecue in Dickinson, North Dakota. Oh, darling, I'm getting a new tattoo. Welcome back to Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard in the Crude Life Media Network. My name is Jason Spies, and I'm your host today. Up next, we have Josh Swanson with our social media segment here at the Crude Life Media Network. Social media segment, of course, is we talk about events, jobs, maybe even a Mythbusters section from time to time. You know that sometimes fake news gets circulated around the social media, and that's what we're going to talk about here today. Josh Swanson with Vogel Law Firm, who's part of our social media network, he's been kind of involved with something where people are very passionate about, let's just put it that way, because it involves oil and gas minerals, the government, and who owns them. And so we brought in Josh Swanson following his social media activity. And of course, like everybody we bring on this program, like ourselves, if you'd like to be a part of the social media network that we've built here, Check out our website, thecrudelife.com. We have all of our social media links there. And then these guests, as well as our other guests during the social media segments, friend them. They'd love to be a part of the network that we've got built, you've got built, and they've got built. Okay, Josh Swanson, attorney for Vogel Law Firm. Here we go. Joined, of course, Josh Swanson, Vogel Law Firm, and he represents some landowners in a, in a case that just seems to never go away in this state. I, I, I've 
talked to you a couple times over the past year, year and a half, and I thought it went to the Supreme Court, but did, did I... I don't even actually know what's going on. I saw something about Cass County, and I saw something about how they're going to kick it down from the Supreme Court. I thought I understood law, but I really don't understand law when we're talking about this Lake Sakakawea mineral um, uh, rights dispute case that just doesn't seem to go away. Tell me, what's going on? Am, am, am I Should I be this confused, I guess? Now, Jason, it's uh, while you were summing it up there, it reminds me of that... Uh that old master of witticism, Yogi Berra, and one of his quotes, it's deja vu all over again. And, and just when we think this thing's wrapped up and concluded, uh, the legislature passed Senate Bill 2134, which the governor signed last April, which codified a new chapter of the Century Code. The Supreme Court uh, this past September ruled in Wilkinson v. State, which the Wilkinsons would be my clients, they ruled that the statute applies and they remanded to the district court for application of the statute. So there was two two parts to that Wilkinson decision. The first part was the the Supreme Court saying the industrial commission is going to apply the statute. The statute says the pre Garrison Dam, Lake Sakakawea, Missouri River, the historical river controls under those guidelines. Presumably, my clients and all the other private mineral owners will receive the minerals. Um, and the Supreme Court added a second part to that opinion saying if that doesn't happen and somehow the state ends up with the minerals, in that case, an unconstitutional taking will have occurred and my clients will be entitled to damages which would run into the millions of dollars for the taking of those minerals. So uh, case closed, doors open and shut, the Supreme Court has spoken, but now we have this group of plaintiffs led by what what's so bizarre about it Representative Nelson, who opposed the bill before the legislature was on the losing side of that, apparently the plaintiffs in this new case now filed in Cass County haven't read the Wilkinson decision because now they're trying to challenge the statute. And and really, Jason, I I don't know where to start with the, the fundamental problems with this complaint on its face are numerous and glaring, starting with the fact they filed in Cass County, North Dakota, when we have a very specific statute of the Century Code, Chapter 28-04-01, that says venue of actions relating to real property have to be filed in the county where the property is. So, I mean, that's that's just a starting block, not saying anything of the fact that none of these plaintiffs have standing and then just the fact that they're a taxpayer loan doesn't confer standing upon them. So it's if it's not one thing, it's another in this case where certain parties just won't let these mineral owners um, have their day. To listen to the full-length interview with Josh Swanson with Vogel Law Firm or to listen to other social media segments, visit our website, thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. All of our guests during the social media segment are part of our Crude Life Media Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, even LinkedIn. All those social media links are available at thecrudelife.com. We'd love to have you be a part of our Crude Life Media Network, and we'd love to be a part of yours, too. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Every drop of water in the world is ice, sharpened in the sickles like silver knives. The lines keep coming where the lanes divide it. You and the road in the middle of the night. It's you and the road in the middle of the night. The music on today's program is written and performed by singer-songwriter Brooks West. To find out more about Brooks West and his music, visit thecrudelife.com. 
click on the Musicians tab. Once again, that's thecrudelife.com and click on the Musicians tab. When you get to me, I'm gonna fold my arms So you got a place to land that's soft and If you have any coffee and capitalism questions for myself or any of our experts, feel free to email me at jason at thecrudelife.com. That's jason at thecrudelife.com. And feel free to like our Facebook page as well. That's facebook.com slash thecrudelife. Facebook.com slash thecrudelife. Like us on Facebook today. My name is Jason Spies, and this is Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. Jump over the candlestick. Why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Put your stuff on the market. You can make a million too. And that concludes this week's episode of Coffee and Capitalism Radio, heard on the Crude Life Media Network. For a full list of today's guest and interview, visit our website, thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. We'll be back next week on this radio station at this time. For a full list of our radio affiliates and other media partners, please visit our website, thecrudelife.com. That's thecrudelife.com. My name is Jason Spies, and from the staff here at Coffee and Capitalism Radio, we're asking you to be happy, make money, and give back. Thanks for joining us this week, folks. Sign on our front porch saying, hot stuff will say, why don't you do now? Like the millionaires do. Put your stuff on the market. You can make a million, too. Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber president of the United Way of Cass Clay says about Hatch Coaching. One of the best things I can share is I've had an opportunity to sit down with a community leader and Eric and we were talking and this community leader said, United Way, what's your connection there? Eric said, as a child, my family would have been a family that would have benefited from United Way programming. And you don't necessarily get to see that down the road because you see someone who's been very successful in business and you see somebody who has helped a lot of other people along the way. But sometimes we don't stop to ask, what's the why? What's your why behind that? To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com. Or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Meridian Energy Group of Belfield, North Dakota, is building the most technologically advanced oil refinery on the planet. 
the Davis Refinery, a project designed to achieve emission control levels the industry has never seen before. The Davis Refinery, working for North Dakota. Meridian Energy Group, Inc.com. Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Jason, what's your thought on this? My dad always listens to Jason Spies. No one does an interview like Jason Spies. Jason Spies is the most trusted voice in the Bakken. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. You know, I don't know what justifies being placed in history books, Jason, but in my book, it's in there. (laughs) This is a good thing. Is your boss watching this? You need a raise. 